Kelbabe Talk Radio, the official podcast of the Mandalorian Mercs. We're a costume organization dedicated to charity efforts around the globe, attending events in Mandalorian armor we've built by hand. Here on the show, we'll keep you up to date with the latest fan community news. Visit our website at www.mandalorianmercs.com. Hello and welcome to this month's edition of Keldabi Talk Radio. I'm your host, Crow, and with me on this episode is Thaxos. Hello. And Ark. It's me. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, th- welcome to this month's episode. Uh, thanks for downloading us. We have a whole bunch of stuff to go through this time. Um, I believe we'll uh, we'll start with our Mercs news, because we actually have quite a bit of that to go through. Um, my little bit of party piece for the Mercs news is we will be starting our mostly annual Mercs Madness competition on Facebook. Uh, probably after or probably before this episode comes out it'll have been a couple days in um basically every day we're going to put up on our facebook page um a pair of mercs with a cool little vignette frame looking thing and you can pick whoever you think looks coolest using facebook emotes and reacts um it's absolutely unofficial there is no real prize um, but it's a nice, uh, nice fun way to show off some of our members to everybody out there, um, while also nabbing us some Facebook likes and giving somebody some unofficial bragging rights and maybe a churro at the next large Mercs gathering, which has officially happened before. Um, if you listen to our, uh, podcast last month with Vraden, uh, he also put forth Choco Tacos as an option for, uh, for a reward. Um, I'm certainly open to that. I want to work with everybody's diet restrictions. If you can only eat chocolate, then I am more than happy to help you out. But, uh, but yeah, that'll be ongoing. Um, my apologies in advance to everyone who didn't manage to get into the competition this year. There was a nice, healthy batch of applicants. You all look awesome. We'll make sure to get your stuff shared up on the Facebook page and Twitter just in general to make sure you get out there. Um, and please try, do try again next year. And that is it for my little bit of news. Um, I do believe we will also, we're working on getting a Instagram page set up for the Brigades team in order to show off some of our newest and latest and greatest and most classic Brigades members and all the cool little projects that the Brigades team is working on. So stay tuned for that whenever we're ready to roll that out. And... Um, I suppose the next big thing that we have is we officially have some new council members. Um, two, in fact, I believe. Yeah, one's a brand new position, in fact. Is it though? Actually, I, I am a little bit confused about this because we had a um, mm-hmm. the new position is the uh, education officer. Is That's that correct? correct yes. Okay. And um, I thought that we'd had someone on who was already the education officer. Was that a different different gig? Uh, so that was uh, back before this council position was created. They were, in fact, uh, it was a, a subcommittee, uh, which was called the education team. Um, and just due to the amount of work that it ended up kind of developing into, it was decided that it would make most sense to have that as an actual full-fledged council position. 
um, it definitely aligns itself well with how kind of the Mercs want to go in terms of expanding upon education, um, especially if we try to go for that 501c3 status that falls in line with things. So it made sense to go that route. Um, so for those that don't know or didn't see the announcement, um, the job description when they were taking applicants uh, was that uh, the education officer is directly responsible for the development and implementation of MMCC's educational material for use by members and the public. The education officer works with regional Rusol and local Rusol or Solik to accomplish MMCC's educational mission, and the educational officer is considered, quote, headmaster of the Royal College of Mandalore and Verdicca Corps, overseeing the development and growth of both educational projects. Uh, and then on the announcement, on the, uh, the hiring part, there was a little more of the uh, specifics of what that job entails. Um, though we will, I'm sure, have the education officer at some point, at some point, hop on here uh, once he's a little more uh, settled into his new role on council, and uh, he can explain it more in detail. So, uh, congratulations, of course, to Naren Batar, or however you pronounce that. <laughs> um, uh, that is Evan for. Uh, the more simple pronunciation. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's our brand new education officer. He's our brand new council member uh, and a brand new council position. Evan is a very space name. I yeah. like it. <laughs> uh, as well, at the same time, we also announced that uh, Dabral has become our new personnel officer. He's replacing Ulrich Cantier, who served for a good long period of time in a very difficult position. So we wish Ulrich all the best as he uh, moves forward out of that position, and we, uh, we're looking forward to seeing Dabral step in and uh, continue to make Mercs such an awesome place with those applications. Yes. Excellent. And in a nice little segue, the education <laughs> officer has put forth a call to uh, find some new volunteers for the education team. Uh, so the education team is looking for any OM that wants to take an active role in crafting educational materials for the club, as well as aiding in the creation of clan and regional officer training programs. Uh, so they're hiring uh, some staff writers to help compose and edit tutorials and training guides. Uh, they're looking for some translators who can translate into um, a couple different languages. So proficiency in English, as well as uh, one additional language, preferably Spanish, German, or French. Uh, and then they're looking for some instructors as well, for those that can actually run the training programs and, uh, and work with the education team's lead instructors in order to uh, shape the curriculum that they're going to be utilizing. So if you're interested in joining that, uh, please send Naran Batar a PM with a subject education team application. Uh, and you can, of course, check out the specifics of that posting on the announcements board right at the top on the forums. Yeah, there we go. Is that it that we had for Merck's news, or did we you have more? Um, I think that was it. They're they're big items. They're not lengthy, but they're definitely big oh, items. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just they're big, but not lengthy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could mention also that the uh, there's a new clan uh, clan officer positions, although that's kind of been more or less covered now that elections have come and gone. So uh, clan elections happened. So that was a big thing too. But that's I think most people are aware of that at this point. Yep. I changed jobs. Yep. <laughs> congratulations. Yep, I did. Congratulations to everybody. That was not a congratulations to just me. I'm actually back in the Verilor position for Wampa Clan, um, which personally I think is my favorite of the uh, 
of the big three uh, positions. I know that we have many, many uh, more. Like we have the, um, I forget exactly the term, but we have the sub Rusalors, we have clan historian, we have a bunch of other uh, leadership roles for people who are willing to step up within their clans now. Um, but personally, I like Verilor the best. Like you get to make merch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um, you get to make merch and show it off to people on on social media. <laughs> yeah, they will have the uh, the clan administration officer on in a in a little while, maybe an episode or two later, because uh, obviously he's just coming off of that uh, that election phrase where he's got to handle a whole lot. But when he's got some free time, we'll get him on and have him explain a little more about those uh, those new positions and how they interact with the uh, the existing positions and, and what's changed, what's new, what we're looking forward to. Yes. Alright, so, yeah, with that, we can go into Star Wars news. There is actually, we are lucky this time, uh, a fair amount of Star Wars news was actually released today, the day of yeah. our recording, so we actually get to get a drop a drop on this sort of stuff, which usually we're a week or two behind, just because of the way our recording schedule usually goes, so this is pretty sweet. Uh, one of the big things was that they uh, have pretty much release their final chunk of guests that are going to be at Star Wars Celebration. Um, we've got, uh, I know this one's a little bit old, but we've got Alan Tudyk and Billy D, Billy D, Billy D. They will both be at uh, Celebration doing autographs and panels and whatnot. They'll be there. Um, we also have, among other people, we've got Ray Park. He's coming back. Darth Maul himself. Um, let's see, we got a couple of other fantastic people uh tia Surkar, honorary uh member of the mandalorian mercs costuming club voice of sabine wren she will be there um we got a whole bunch of sweet people that are going to be at celebration so please come please talk to them please give them your autograph tickets and have them sign stuff for you um and i guess the other big thing of uh celebration news is lucasfilm and formerly LucasArts, now EA Games, is actually going to be announcing a few game releases at Star Wars Celebration, including a new game titled Jedi Fallen Order. Um, naturally, because they want to hold on to all of the juicy details for Celebration, they basically haven't told us anything. Um, they have told us that it does involve a... Padawan who survived Order 66 and is set in the time of the fall of the Jedi Order, so anywhere between Episode 3, Rogue One, the OG Star Wars, somewhere in that that tidy little neighborhood of 20 years or so. That should be fun to see. Yes. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of hoping that it's just like a, a newer, more modern Force Unleashed, honestly. Um so as short as that game was, it was a blast to play, like it promised. Yeah, that I enjoyed those games quite a fair bit. Um, and I think they also said that uh, the Old Republic is also going to have an event at Celebration. So if you're still on that free-to-play bandwagon, uh, there may be something sweet happening there as well. I need to dust that game off and play it again. They've added a quite a fair bit since I last played. <laughs> uh yeah, it's true. They um, they have put a whole bunch of cool stuff into that game. They've simplified a lot of things. They've straightened out the story in a lot of ways, yeah. from what I've heard, um, which it it needed. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's still a good game. Um, 
and let's see, they also got a new Star Wars pinball, which I'm excited about. Because let's be, I'm not a huge like pinball um, savant or anything like that. <laughs> a pinball wizard, you might say. Yeah, yeah, I did it. Um, th- but to me, like Star Wars pinball games have always been just some of the most fun Star Wars, or some of the most fun pinball games to play, just as far as just a game of pinball. Um, I believe they're all pretty highly rated among pinball enthusiasts. So I'm excited for another one. I can't recall the last time I played Star Wars pinball, and I need to fix that. Oh, I, yeah, you do. Um, come down to to Maine. Uh, we have at least one barcade with a Star Wars pinball okay. machine in it. <laughs> um, actually, I think there are there are a couple. Um, in my general metropolitan yeah, area, it's actually kind of handy. One. That's an open invitation yep. for all listeners of the podcast to come on down to Maine, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, honest, honestly, yeah. If you if anybody wants to come up to Maine, hang around for a night, go to round one, play some video games, um, do the Star Wars Battle Pod at round one, play some Mario Kart. Like, I'm I'm down. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty fun. I got second place on this. I got second place on that Star Wars Ooh, battle nice. pod. So, come challenge my <laughs> record. <laughs> I was also gonna say, uh, coming back to the subject of the uh, that new video game, I'm hoping we see a lot more of the um, kind of that CD underworld, like we kind of got a glimpse at in Solo. Just given the setting. Well, that's that's because you are you're still jonesing for thirteen yes. thirteen. <laughs> No secret on that one. Yes. <laughs> but also Which, solo I mean, too. Like, I think I'm we all are. For that. You know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we all kind of are. Like that was the thirteen thirteen looked like it was going to be kind of a return yeah. to dark forces. You know, like the Narshada levels running around on that. But you know, mm-hmm. Coruscant, Coruscant, Ruskant, um, Coruscant, Coruscant. <laughs> croissant that buttery flaky yep. planet city <laughs> the buttery flaky streets of croissant <laughs> all right now now <laughs> i want to now i want to start i want a star wars game that's like uh that's like a cooking mama Jack but star Snyder. wars you know or uh <laughs> <laughs> boom done <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, give me a Dex's Diner, or I can't remember what it is, what the name of the game was. Oh, Overcooked. Oh no. Um, similar th- similar thing. Overcooked yeah. Star Wars, except everybody's like a droid, or they've got four arms, and you're trying you to go. make space diner food. Or or what if you're making like... ships? Okay, yeah, I would accept that. I mean, food's funnier, but yeah, what if you were like a weird jacked up ship assembly line? <laughs> Just, just trying to hammer, to, hammer together yeah. Tie Fighters. They're all coming out backwards. Yeah, the, the Empire machine at its finest. <laughs> you got people tripping over each other. You got a conveyor belt in the middle of the floor because OSHA doesn't exist in space. You got, yeah, it's true. I'd probably play that. Like, like we saw, um, yeah, going back to Solo, we saw Kessel. There's no OSHA there. <laughs> There's no OSHA no, in no, no, space. No. <laughs> that's not how OSHA works I mean it's 
It's not. <laughs> now I'm wondering what the equivalent for this for the Star Wars universe would be for yeah, I was just gonna say, what's a what's the yeah, Canadian what is, equivalent? <laughs> let's see. Star Wars. I'm just gonna Google that real quick. Star Wars. That one's Ocean. probably already come up with something for that. Um, well, okay, well, that's right. I forgot, like, there was uh, a couple years ago, people did do some, uh, there was some funny Reddit threads going around of, like, OSHA violations oh, on the Death right. Star. Um, I forgot that that was a thing, um, because, like, there are no, no railings on that Death Star. Who needs railings? <laughs> like, Obi-Wan, an old man, uh, is walking out over this giant pit to deactivate the, uh, the Death Star tractor beam, like, he could have slipped and fallen and, like, sued the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's a forbidden area, let's be real. I'm sure there's signs posted and stuff. They just had to take the signs down for filming. <laughs> <laughs> the Star um, <laughs> There is a... What is this... No, is this Fanon? Yeah, this is Fanon. Yeah, this doesn't count. Yeah, no, there is, um, as far as I, I was a little bit confused. I saw there was a, a character named Osha okay. Hiazo, which I've discovered on, on Google. Um, but it looks like it's, um, it's somebody's OC. Um, and all of the names in this article have way too many apostrophes like more than to the be Mandalorian real. names? So. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which is great because yeah, sometimes we manage to cram like three like into somebody's name. <laughs> now, I don't know if this would actually break any system or not, mm -hmm. but is it acceptable for someone to have a name just be a series of apostrophes? Hang on, let me just edit the uh, forum rules real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know that that's going to break an Excel sheet somewhere oh, for Sal, sure. Oh, Sal would have but hit like, it on the spreadsheet. <laughs> what if? Um, so the main reason that we don't see a lot of apostrophes in the, from the get-go, we'll just hand it real hard on this real quick, uh, as tech officer, um, <laughs> is that just due to the fact that it goes into an SQL database that the usernames are handled, the forum software itself is, doesn't. Uh, or didn't at the time take into consideration uh, having apostrophes, because one, they're po if you look at the code, yada yada yada, apostrophes start breaking things. So usernames can't be generated with apostrophes. So yeah. anyone that wants an apostrophe has to then make a name change after they made their username. Uh, so, um, and as a reminder, because it seems like some people have forgotten, uh, your username stays the same after you get a name change. So you will still log in with your original username. Huh. <laughs> See, I've, yeah, um, I don't think, yeah, none of us here have changed our names since we started, but yeah, I've, uh, I think I picked well the first time. That was actually, um, the, the one, the most recent name change that I've had, uh, most use in, and I'll make fun of him, because it's his 10th Merck's anniversary, uh, but yeah. Mareel, our, uh, our little boy Mareel, he's actually his uh, his Merck's anniversary for his ten years of membership um, is February twenty eighth, oh. two thousand nine. <laughs> uh, Crow, I don't think he's ever not been taller than you. Well, I know, 
Oh yeah, no, he's. You're not allowed to call him the little boy. I'm older than him. It's okay. That's illegal. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure soon though we got to call him Papa Mario. Well, that well that's that's the that was kind of I was kind of like segueing that way. Yeah, sort of because he recently did change his forum name. He was formerly Mariel Adenla on the forums. Um, now he's Mariel Ajum. Um, I think he. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'll have, I'll ask him one of these days. I'll just make fun. I'll just make fun of him without asking first. I think that's what um, Mariel, if you're uh, listening. <laughs> Send Crow a PM and tell him why you changed like, your name. Was it and for everyone else listening, send Crow your hypothesis. <laughs> like was it was it a personal canon nuke? Like what what happened there? It's gonna be like a baby pool. Whoever has the closest hypothesis right. wins some good vibes. Yeah, we'll find some surprise. Yeah, I'll buy you a bagel. Wins a, a smile. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll a buy bagel. you a bagel or something. A hero. Buy them a buy them a uh, Coruscant. <laughs> Choco Taco. It's <laughs> uh, awful. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not exactly sure where I was going with that now that now that we've derailed off into food again. Um, Probably something about Legos. Yeah, yeah, tr- yeah something about Legos. Um, something, something about, about Legos. Legos. Yeah. Don't change your name. There's too many people trying to change your names. Uh, be proud of your, be proud of your forum name. <laughs> No, no, the tech team has a name change tool. Yeah, no, it's it makes it super fast and simple. Yeah, no, it's it's really not that bad. Go ahead and change your name if you so choose within the forum rules, um, as long as you meet the criteria, which are on the thread. Which, if you're looking for that rules and guide area, right near the top of the forums. Yeah, and of course, any questions, just pop a ticket in for the tech team. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, congrats to not just Mareel, um, where the club turned 10 um, a couple years ago now. Um, we're now have, we're starting to really ramp up on our number of members who are hitting that 10-year mark. Uh, my 10-year mark's actually, I think, coming up next year. Um, I know a fair number of our clans, like Wampa Clan has hit 10 years um, as of this year. Um and uh it's it's kind of funky like uh like ha- like hitting that sort of landmark where you're actually hitting double digits for a hobby that you're doing <laughs> it's a weird feeling <laughs> <laughs> like i can't think of any other real hobbies that i have that i that i've been doing for 10 years straight like i don't count video games like everybody everybody our age plays play, has played video yeah. games so it's not really I don't even count that as a hobby anymore, really. It's like listening to music. Like, unless you're really hardcore into it, like listening to music is not a hobby. It's just a thing just that about you to ask, do. As is a it human. a hobby? Yeah. Like, do some people consider it a hobby? I've not heard that. Uh, some, no judgment if they do. Well, just, yeah. No, some people. Um, like, but most of the folks that I know that are pretty, pretty hardcore vinyl collectors, like that's what they'll do with an afternoon is they'll just sit and listen okay. to music for an entire afternoon and do nothing else. Cool. Um, which okay, fair. That's I'd call that a hobby at that point. Yeah. But like just listening in your car or on the commute to work or whatever, or you know, that's not that's not a hobby. That's just entertainment. Right. It's like watching TV. Like as much as I would love to call that my hobby, no. Now listening to the Merc podcast, <laughs> that's a hobby. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listening to our podcast and our podcast alone, absolutely a valid um hobby. card carrying yep. acceptable hobby. 
Oh, see, now we got to make cards for our card-carrying members that listen to the podcast. Uh, you know, that's actually a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way. Make. I mean, we have Merc's trading cards. Um, yeah. I've made trading cards with Ark of our D&D characters before. Like, why not have an official podcast listener card? I just figured he'd make me laser all the stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want. If you don't already have an enormous laser backlog. I don't, um, actually. There's Merc's no, news no. that we forgot about. The Merc's backlog <laughs> is totally done with the uh, stuff. We have some new artists, finally, so things are moving much, much quicker. Uh, everything has been sent out up until as of a, like a week or two ago. Uh, I think the most recent order that came in, we're just waiting on that art right now. Um, well, I'm saying a week or two. I kind of leave it vague because I don't recall the exact date and by the time this also releases it'll be a little later. Uh, so those, oh, yeah. those may have already sent out by the time I actually uh, you actually listen to this as well. So. Well there we go. Well maybe maybe there'll be badge carrying um, podcast, <laughs> podcast listeners in the near of, future. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of a, a, a nice little card. Who knows? <laughs> Something. I mean I I like merch. Like that's yeah. that's totally fine. <laughs> so, we may you can edit this out if you want, or we can leave this in if you want. But if you have time, we could work on mm. a uh, Merc's Madness trophy design. Oh yeah, no, oh. I know, I know we could. Okay. Like, uh, so instead of your I comment know. earlier about there being no prize, we could have a prize. Well, I mean, I. We, but if you edit it out, it could be a surprise. <laughs> 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 Uh, 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 uh. No. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, I kind of like that. The, if there is a prize, um, it's almost a gag prize. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, one of one of the complaints that we have gotten about Merc's Madness before is that it does very much seem like a popularity contest. Yeah. I mean, and it kind it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be fair. So I get it. I, I totally get it. Um, so having, like, there absolutely being no reward yeah. <laughs> for for going in um, definitely makes it seem a lot less important. Like, I would still, I would much rather have our May 4th awards right. be cooler than the Merc's Madness awards. Um, though I've always, to- I've always toyed with having a... Uh, an April 4th or a, a May 4th badge oh, yeah. uh, made up by the art team for that. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe for finalists, like top three or what have you. Yeah. Um, but I think we actually have a surprise now. Um, Misha, are you here? I am here. Finally. It's Misha. Hey, well, Misha has appeared. My dog and... <laughs> The fun, the fun news that uh, this new, new to me program we're using does not, in fact, work with Safari. Oh, does it not? Which I think is yeah. is now oh. officially no. the uh, the browser of old lady Mandos everywhere. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, pardon I mean, me. Yeah, I'm... if you hear my dog or my or my birds, I apologize. <laughs> oh, special guests. They're abundant tonight. They are. They are. <laughs> so it's really, yep. really nice. Friends to be back. I missed you guys. <laughs> we missed you Good too. Good to have you back. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I bring um, news from the brigades. If you, Ooh. at some point, if you want me to talk about that. Yes. 
Yeah, you could talk about that okay. now. Okay, tell us about it. Yeah, I so will. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just pull up my handy-dandy reference email. So I think David was on the last episode, maybe? The... Yep, okay. Yep. Yeah, so David, our um, brigadier general, great person in, on top of everything, was on last time, and he probably mentioned that there would be some new brigades coming up and uh, that has happened so we now have oh, it's yeah. pretty cool we have the air mobile which for some reason my southern background wants to call air mobile <laughs> it is the air mobile uh, and the aquatic brigades and that's that's pretty cool so air Mo- airmobile uh, encompasses the aerial assault and the pilot professions that's right there it is your airmobile <laughs> Man, gonna go, gonna go join that airmobile division. <laughs> that gives me an excellent segue to let you know that we are in in the brigades coming up with a new Instagram. So if you're on the gram and you enjoy getting lots of Mando goodness on your feed, following the the new brigades Instagram that'll be coming out would be a really great way to do that. And if you're a brigades member. We are really looking for new stuff to feature. So if you have any great photos of your kit or of your weapons, anything that makes a very clear delineation of what makes you special as a brigade member, we'd love to see it and feature you. So And where do they send that in? Free to to send that your in. email? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. And I was just about to say, but don't ask me where to send it in yet. Because David didn't I, tell I would me hazard that. a guess no, then that um, Brigadier at MandalorianMerch.com would be would be an acceptable format to his email. Until he until he advises otherwise. I, yeah. yeah. And I have a feeling that yeah. we're probably gonna wind up with, with a special place to, to post it. Another thing too, we may just start a thread on the forums and just say, you know, hey, in the in the brigade section and just say, hey, if you have some stuff that you that you'd like to share. Please remember if you're using photographs that somebody did of you at a con or something, if they have the photographer's watermark on it, you do need to leave that on there. That's just a professional courtesy. If somebody gives you a really great photo and their watermark is on it, you don't crop that off because it's also illegal. So you don't want to do that either. Yeah. Yeah. That goes for, that goes for any submissions of any photos that you've got. Um, If you're submitting through our sweet handy dandy form for Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, yeah, don't don't take those off. Yeah, please. That, uh, <laughs> that actually. I think the one exception would be if you get their permission, right? Right. If they give you if they give you yes. permission, yeah. then it then it's okay. Yes. But yeah, we we really want to make sure that we're respecting those photographers. We we really have some great ones that we work with that we love. We're really grateful for them, and we want to make sure that we're able to continue working with them. So yes. yeah, so that's that's some some great stuff. And the brigades have really, I'm. I'm jazzed about them. I used to be their liaison between them and the PR team when I was the PR XO back in the day. Feels like it was forever ago. And I'm so excited. It was it was like last year. <laughs> so much has happened since then. I feel like it's true. you know how in the Star Wars movie they they really don't not that much in the movies, not that much time passes, but it feels like it's been forever. That's how I feel. I yeah. feel, like it's, <laughs> feel like I've been through 15 wars. That's that's what happens. <laughs> Kids, let that be a lesson for you. That's what happens when you decide to go into business on your own. Um, 
It's great, <laughs> wonderful, and super fulfilling, and awesome. And and then the Clone Wars happen. I've inhaled a lot of drywall dust. Ooh, that's Ooh. not good. <laughs> so Misha's safety tip of the month is wear a respirator. Wear right? a respirator. Yeah. Yeah, because no. you never know. Drywall, Bondo dust, you name it, don't breathe it. Yeah. That's yeah. my that's my new <laughs> like, thing. Uh, my safety tip of the month. month. There we go. <laughs> if you're in Florida, yeah, they this... double as handy dandy red tide respirators too. Because that's what that's I wore on the beach when I was picking up dead dead fish. I wore my my costuming respirator. It was great. Nice. Hey, I mean it. It does the it job. It did actually much better, <laughs> much much better than the people who just had like the nice little cheapo masks. There was there was oh, yeah. much respirator envy. Yeah, yeah. Those are. I mean, they're they're okay. Like they might actually be okay for a little bit of drywall dust and you know the occasional can of spray paint but yeah now if you're doing anything more intensive then yeah you're gonna spring for the good stuff you only get one set of lungs protect them yeah i'm trying to think what else so wow see safety tip that's a new thing (laughs) (laughs) um good to have you back it's good to be back yes it is i did it's really nice and it's it's neat to um that's one of the, I think that's one of the beautiful things about the Mercs. You know, you can always come back to it. Exactly. Which is quite lovely. Oh, yeah. It's like I wasn't even gone. And definitely, I know y'all have probably talked about this, but for those of you, I can't go to Celebration this year. I really wanted to go. I was supposed to go. And then we decided to open this new business, right? So, <laughs> so I'll be painting murals while y'all are having a lot of fun and really keep an eye on the Facebook and the Instagram because I know that the PR team will be doing a really bang up job of, of bringing it to you to show you everything that's going on. So definitely keep an eye on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> if we're Do really, really good. <laughs> if you're really good, I might actually take the pictures correctly. <laughs> Just a bunch of selfies. Well, that, well, that's the thing. Like, I had um, last celebration, I did have a lot of fun doing um, uh, Facebook yeah. Live with everybody who was watching. Like, there really was a lot of fun to walk the floor and and do a live video. That was just a glorified moving selfie. <laughs> um, but like at the same time, like I don't know how many of these I can get away with before it's just like just me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you, you know, if you're at Celebration and you run into our lovely podcast and PR social media guru, you know, you can always say, hey, put me on, you're going to kill me, put me on, put me on the Facebook now and you can, as a member, it is your right to force him to immediately Facebook live with you. So my challenge to you, Mandalorians... <laughs> get, get in to Facebook Live with you at Celebration. I mean, I, she's not lying. I I do have that power. Um, make me use it for good. <laughs> I, you know what? It doesn't have to be good. I'm gonna go ahead and say. It, see, I'm not on the PR team anymore, so I can do this. It doesn't really have to be good. Just you know, moderately PG thirteen. 
And also not anything that's going to use make us lose our LFL accreditation, right? Yeah, those are those are the big rules. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're kind of busy with some other stuff right now, anyway. So probably not going to. I think all our members are are well enough behaved that they should be fine. (laughs) Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah, like uh, oh, Sean, you know. So you know, no butts. That's that's the big rule. No butts. And we'll be safe. Was <laughs> tangented <laughs> severely. But it's like you know, um, in all, in all seriousness, now, now I'll behave. In all seriousness, though, really and truly, there are we have so many new members. We have people coming to celebration that have never been to a celebration before. We have some people that we know have been there a lot. It's a really great opportunity to to show your sh- your face, which of course is your bucket, right? Show your no, show yeah. your face to to the membership at, at large. Let us give us this opportunity to meet you. I think it would be a really great thing, and we'd love to see you. And make and make Ian do his job. Like really, <laughs> if you see him eating lunch, you get him to Facebook Live. If you see him taking a nap, if you find out his hotel room, oh no no no! <laughs> Aren't you glad I'm back? This is, yes, this is my swan song. It's like I come back and then I get a message tomorrow. We're we're good. <laughs> no, this is this is fun. But no, I mean, yeah, seriously, like um, that is that is one of the things that I do love most about celebration is I spend most of my time at the Merck's booth for one reason or another. Um, it's just fun to hang out with folks, you know talk about armor just be nerds all in one spot that was half the fun of going to Merck's con same thing just hanging out with people um come find me i'll be there the whole time i'm taking like a week and a half to be in chicago so that's my vacation and can this you year. describe your armor just so that people know what you look like um, it's very distinctive. It's black and silver. Yep. Uh, it's a very unique paint. Has Nobody a T visor. <laughs> <laughs> Two gauntlets. Yep. 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 Some shins. <laughs> it may Which have. It may have needing in fixing uh, <laughs> shins. It may have finished fixed shins. Who knows? Yeah. That's the pl- that's the plan. Uh, we'll Every see. time Crow puts like, his armor on, the moment he's got it on, he's like, I you, gotta fix it. And then the moment you take it off, it's like, ah, I'll do I gotta it fix later. the five blades. Yeah, it's part of the fun, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, what well, do I get to I mean, fix that's... on my kit this time? Yeah. And my problem um, is I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> problem number one. Um, ad- admittedly, and this is the same problem that everybody else in um, most of the northern north america knows um there's going to be a real narrow window between um when i have to fly out for celebration and when i can get outside and paint some stuff (laughs) um like i mean even down 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 south like it rains um (laughs) like there's just plenty of days you just can't paint um but yeah for us it's gonna go rapidly from 30 degrees and the paint's all frozen to like 55 and it's actually gonna dry but then... <laughs> that is definitely it's interesting to me because that's definitely something we don't have to worry about down here we almost have the opposite problem of well right now it's been raining just just pouring pouring rain pretty much every day and so we run into is it too wet is right. it too humid is it too hot oh, oh yeah 
That's oh yeah, the humidity. Yeah, that'll that'll mess up a paint yeah, job it, almost it as bad. Yeah, it definitely was a it was, and it was it was fun in that incredibly heart wrenching way of learning. Oh hey, you know I I can't spray that when it's really humid out because that paint is gonna bubble and crack and you're gonna be sanding that for a while. I think that's one of the first things that people learn in Florida when they're building a kit. It's true. But that's actually uh, sometimes that's how you get some real neat paint effects. <laughs> that is true. Sometimes. I know I've, I've know I've mentioned it before, but like uh, sometimes if you have a, a set of metal armor and you accidentally let it rust a little bit, it looks really cool. Um, then you do have rusty metal armor, <laughs> and it might be a health risk. But you yeah, know, it looks cool. <laughs> that's only if you don't have aluminum, though. You gotta have steel. Yep. For, for rust. It's, it's true. Yeah. I, <laughs> I prefer my armor. Welding steel. I prefer my armor where where people can't throw magnets at me and have it stick. <laughs> uh, it is so fun though. <laughs> you have metal, you have steel armor then, right, Ian? Um, I did. I don't. I don't currently in the set that I'll be bringing to celebration. It's it's all Sintra, um, but I did have a steel set before. Um, all right. So if you're at and... celebration, go to Ian, get the magnets from him, and then throw them at Mandalore, who is all all metal. Oh yeah, all steel. Oh yeah, Mandalore the magnet. <laughs> Ma- Mandalore Dresden, like that's really that's uh, that's. I think that's Dresden's mostly be- aluminum. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it is mostly aluminum. I know he has some steel on there. It's very just thick aluminum plates. Yeah. So that thing I think mine is steel. I'll have to double check. Uh, Tom made yep. it be steel. The new one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so people can throw magnets at me. <laughs> no, no. Yep. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. That, someday, someday I'll get to paint that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <sighs> so it's still... One of my one of my favorite events. We haven't done it in a while, but the uh, the shoot a trooper, blast a merc um, mm-hmm. events. Those are always great. That's the one thing that I still have sucker tip nerf darts for. <laughs> right. Because every once in a while, like someone will get a nice solid shot right on the visor, and a dart will just stick right in the middle of the T. Yep. <laughs> or just walking around afterwards, just literally covered in nerf darts that are all just stuck to your armor on all the flat spots. Mm-hmm. That's that's really the joy of the faceted armor right there. <laughs> but uh, I guess yeah, to describe my armor, it is uh, it is black and silver and copper. Um, I should probably fix my forum profile image and get it back up there. Um, Faxus has been bugging me about that. A... Um, <laughs> it is the uh, the faceted uh, Vera plate style. Um, Created by unofficial Wampa um, Viridectus, uh, popularized by Ark. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'll just I'll be wandering around. Like you'll you'll see me. I don't look anything like I sound, so you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was actually the first time that I met um, Ulrich in person was I forget which celebration it was, but it was one that he was manning the admissions table for the bash and came up, checked in, was like, you know, gave him my name, gave him my form handling, and he was like, oh, that's what you look like? <laughs> I would have given you so much more crap. Because <laughs> I'm like half his size. <laughs> I think that's 
one of my favorite parts of celebration is putting faces to the people that we we you know have, have really kind of come to to know and love yeah honestly yeah putting faces to buckets faces to screen names so come to celebration <laughs> do it <laughs> everybody should and like we said if if you're missing it don't fret there will be lots of opportunity to see what's going on on our facebook pages on our instagram yeah yeah it's gonna be and the twitter too right all and other place. stuff yep oh yeah oh yeah twitter instagram um facebook uh, we will be doing an episode of the podcast there. Uh, plans to be determined. Um, so we'll get an episode of that up as well. Um, you know, it's, it's a vacation. You go on vacation, you take pictures, you share them, you make everybody at home jealous. Um, but that way they can sort of live through you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited. Um, it's, I'm, I'm still, I've said it before, but, and I'm just excited that it's going to be in a place, uh, with a relatively normal temperature. (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, well, like, what are you trying to say? He likes it cold. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that Florida and California are hot in August. It's (laughs) yeah i've never really i've never really understood why we say hey you know what would be a good idea (laughs) totally do this at the like the hottest and invite people from all over the world some of whom live in very cold climates to come to florida at i mean one of the hottest times of the year seems like a great idea it's not in fact a great idea yeah like the springtime ones aren't so bad. Um, it's you know seventy, eighty. It's actually kind of nice. But yeah, like a uh, a couple of years ago when it was in August in Orlando, and that's that was rough. <laughs> I'm still having to do the calculations in my brain. You guys keep talking about temperature and those weird numbers. <laughs> when you first said, "Oh yeah, I hate it when I have to paint and it's 30. I was like, "What are you talking about? 30 is a beautiful summer day. <laughs> Perfect weather for painting. Yeah, yeah. Like right now, let's see. It is. 19 degrees here. Nine for Sean. What? No. <laughs> yeah. Negative well, right nine. Right now maybe? in Florida. Not I nine. <laughs> nine is snow melting. No, no. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's sub freezing yeah. here. It's, and it's. It's 68. It's rough. It's 68 <laughs> here for us. It's it's it got cold. Like it's 68. Or that's 20, Sean. <laughs> Misha says to the three northerners, Misha, that's yep. shorts weather. Yeah, that really is. I had a jacket on tonight. I was like, uh-uh, no. Nice. I forget. Have you have you always lived in Florida? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm actually, it's a I'm very rare breed. I'm a Florida native. So, yeah, this is no, seriously, like we always like we kind of joke about it, but it's true. Most people move yeah. there. Yeah. Most people oh, move yeah. here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we went when we went down for MercsCon, uh, one of our one of our rideshare Uber drivers was from Maine. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, "Oh, you're our people. Hello." <laughs> they were yeah, every Yeah, every time we called Lyft or Uber, it was someone who was not originally from Florida. Yeah. I, like, I live here now. <laughs> I do a really fun thing that I enjoy on my on my tours that I give for work. Um, 
a lot of times we talk about what are called exotic invasive species. And those are species that move into an area and take over. And my favorite thing to do, because people don't always understand, you know, kind of how that works. And so usually I say, okay, so how many people on this tour were born in Florida? And I'm often the only one out of 20 or 25 people that raises my hand. Oh, wow. And then I say, okay, how many of you live here now? You know, because we get some snowbirds. They're, we get vacation. Oh, yeah. And most of the oh, time, yeah. most of the hands go up on that. And I explain to them, so you're, you're exotics. You're an invasive yeah, species. You're, <laughs> you're the problem. Here, right? You're exotics <laughs> if you're not from here. And you're invasive if you move down here. <laughs> and it's interesting because people don't realize, like, Florida is, for many, many years, Florida was billed as kind of the retirement capital of the the nation. And it really does have beautiful weather oh, yeah. and, you know, um, everything else well, you would, you could want in a state, I guess you could say. Oh yeah. That's, that's very much still the case for, for Maine. Um, there, we have a fair amount of snowbirds come from Maine every year and just chill out for the winter. Cause it, yeah, I understand. Um, and yeah, like a fair amount of people from up here, they just, they retire, they move to Florida and they never come back. <laughs> it's true. And we get, we get a lot of people that they'll come in and they'll, they'll want to, you know, they'll, they'll stay here and then they move, they go back up during the summertime because it's so hot. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that, that I understand. Like I, I, I do as much as I love living up here in the Northeast, in general like i like the change of seasons i generally like the cooler weather i love fall especially um i do understand the appeal of constantly trying to live where it's 70 degrees fahrenheit yeah well it's in the the tricky bit is it's not often 70 degrees fahrenheit these days unfortunately please excuse my dog who is snorting snorting a lot in the background i don't know what that's all about just dog thing he's just yeah. it's just a dog Believe thing me. right like yeah only dog things now going around snorting bless you it is definitely and and we've talked about it before the no matter where you live there's always different considerations for trooping so it's always interesting to see how that plays out yeah. too oh yeah that's yeah it's Hot glue <laughs> is is definitely my favorite metric for that. Um, where where you live, hot glue will melt, <laughs> um, if depending on how bad it is. Especially if you're um, over where it's hotter and drier, like New Mexico, Arizona. Like hot glue is just pretty much a no no for a lot of stuff. Um, up here, it will freeze and just crack and fall <laughs> off. <laughs> What you're saying is there's a Goldilocks zone of mercs that can use hot glue on their kit. Yeah, like Maryland, some Maryland, Georgia, that that band, like they're they can use hot glue for everything. <laughs> but I sit there going, you know, how do you guys manage to use hot glue? It's it's a very foreign thing to me because we never, we we try very hard not to use it. It's definitely yeah. something that you kind of kind of go, hmm, <laughs> not a good idea. Well, and that's that's why, like, other folks up, you know, around around here, like, unless you're if you're doing um, 
primarily summer troops up here it's usually not such a big deal but yeah you do that one christmas parade and stuff will start popping mm-hmm. off uh, st patty's day parades too um last year our st patrick's day parade up in portland maine was very cold very windy and yeah just like pop pop plates <laughs> plates oh, coming up <laughs> See, and that, that would be something i would be sitting there going i don't understand what is going on <laughs> to sit down and say well you know when it gets hot, cold these things happen um when we were in japan this year for christmas i i thought i was prepared and i was really really grateful that my mom took me shopping but she's from st louis and she said so what brian was already over there because he was training in okinawa and my mom said so what are you wearing and i said oh i'm, I'm bringing this and i'm bringing that and she went yeah yeah it's in the 40s yeah, let's no. go shopping and she <laughs> like for christmas i'm opening my because again brian was in brian spent christmas day in okinawa so my mom and i just had christmas um by ourselves which was really nice not that it wasn't nice having him there but it was just really nice to spend time with your mom and i'm opening my christmas gifts and it's like a pair of leggings and another pair of thermal leggings (laughs) (laughs) she got me set but i tell you like when you haven't experienced the cold and likewise when you haven't experienced the heat it's pretty intense. So more oh, yeah. power to, I mean, you know, kudos to all of y'all who are going to a celebration who haven't been, been before and also haven't experienced that, that weather. Please make sure that you, that you prepare for that because it can definitely be a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I will say uh, we are going to Chicago. Very, it's like they, it's nickname is the windy city and that's, that's no joke. <laughs> Especially where we are, where we're going to be near the lake. Um, it's going to be breezy. <laughs> Anybody with capes, huh. it's you're going to have some <laughs> great pictures. <laughs> That's awesome. And how fun is that, too, that, you know, I think one of the neat things about, about when you go to these things, if you can bring your kit, I know not everybody can, but, mo- like, I mean, let's be honest, most of the time people do try and so I really hope oh, that yeah. you all are able are able to take advantage of that. You know, see if you can hook up with a photographer while you're there. We have some really great mercs that are excellent photographers. See if you can connect with them because that's a great time to get some really memorable uh, experiences of your trip. Oh yeah. How many episodes do we have before we uh, actually? I'm trying to think now. Um, because celebration is actually coming up right quick in the grand scheme of things um so we got this episode coming out for the month of march that'll be the beginning of march we got one more episode yeah actually um we only have one more episode between now when you're listening to this and when we head off for celebration um so hopefully next month we'll have a bunch of celebration stuff to share with everybody, uh, a bunch of our plans. Uh, hopefully we'll have things like meetups and times to uh, to promote. We'll ha- maybe have some more details about the booth and setup and all that good stuff. Um, so tune in next month to listen to all of our pre-celebration hype. <laughs> um, Hopefully we haven't bored you all out of it yet for those of you who aren't going, and hopefully we haven't bored you all out of it yet for those of you who are going. But uh, on behalf of myself, Thaxos, Ark, and the triumphant return of Misha, thank you. <laughs>
thank you for listening and tune in next month. Bye. Thanks, everybody. We missed you, too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This has been a production of the Mandalorian Mercs Costuming Club. To learn more about the topics discussed on this episode, please visit us at www.mandalorianmercs.org. The Mandalorian Mercs is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated media are intellectual property of Lucasfilm and Disney. We hope you enjoyed the show and welcome your feedback. Visit our Facebook page or email us at podcast at mandalorianmercs.com. <laughs>